Welcome to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with your host, motivational speaker Greg Dwyer. Be sure to check out Greg at www.gregdwyer.com. That's www.gregdwyer.com. Now on to our show. Take it away, Greg. Happy New Year's, everyone. It is 2024. I am excited. I have some great information to share with you. And most of all, I want to find out, how are you doing? Now, today is January 7th. This is the first broadcast that I'm doing for the new year. But we've been into this for a week, right? How you doing? How you doing on New Year's Eve resolutions? Or did you even make any? Now, I realize a lot of people don't even bother, you know, come December 31st. People don't even stay up. They don't even think about these sort of things. I've been thinking about this for years. I think most people don't do it because they fail, and they don't want to fail, you know. And there's only so many areas that people are thinking about if they are thinking about it. You know, it's the weight loss. We hear those commercials in January and February, or it's relationships, or it's money, or it's career. There's not a million things to focus on when it comes to improvement in your life, but a lot of people don't want to measure it. And so what we're going to talk about today is what actually works. Now, I've been doing this since the year 2000. So what I'm going to share with you today, I really believe is going to help you stay focused. Now, what I've been spending the last couple of years on is the topic of focus. So this is my forte. This is my thing that I've been studying, I've been obsessed about. And this is the question. Why is it that a lot of people get focused, but they lose their focus, and there's a small minority of folks that stay focused and make things happen? Why is that? I spent 20 years in the personal development industry studying, reading, researching, and what I've come to realize is you can't change the numbers. You're always going to have a large percentage of people who are going to get distracted. You really can't change that. And then you're going to have a small percentage of folks that are leaders who are going to get focused and not going to get distracted. I think the only thing you can really change is which group you want to be in. If you're in a group that gets distracted often and you say to yourself, I'm tired of this, this is going to be a new year, I want to be in the small minority of people that stay focused, well, 80% failure rate by February, 80% failure rate by February. That means people who set New Year's resolutions, you know, December 31st or January 1st when they wake up, by February, 80% of them have given up. Only about 8% make it to the end of the year, and I think that number is kind of high. I've heard numbers like 2%, you know. So that means 98% of people fail No wonder people don't even think about this on New Year's Eve. So it doesn't matter when you're listening to this. If you want to improve your life, it's going to take one thing. And that one thing is focus. What I've learned is successful people, they are focused. It's what they do. It's who they are. And I believe I have the information that I can share with you so that you're in that small minority of people that stay focused. Here's the first step. The first step, I think, is taking an inventory. I think the first step is realizing where you are in your life. Now, one of my favorite movies, besides A Wonderful Life, 
is Groundhog Day. And if you've ever seen that movie with Bill Murray, you know that he hits bottom in that movie. And it's in the process of hitting bottom and then having the desire to change that, spoiler alert, he changes and the movie ends and it's, it's a great movie. I think the first step is you have to do some inventory, take a look at what your life is like, and, and don't shy away from that. You know, if you're repeating patterns year after year, day after day, it's normal. You know, we have 45 to 65,000 thoughts every single day. 90% of them are the same. 50% of what we think, say, and do is repetitive. It's habitual. You know, it's like the movie Groundhog Day. But if you want to break out of it, you kind of have to hit bottom and you have to have the desire to change and to be in that small minority of people that stick with it. It's more than discipline. It's more than willpower. Uh, it has to do with how you think. So the first thing I want to share with you, which has literally changed my life, Now I've been around this for 20 years, many books, many seminars, many audios, thousands of dollars. I could probably have bought myself a summer house in Florida with the money that I spent, but it was well invested. This is what I learned. People who focus, think, totally different way of reframing. They have a different way of seeing the world. And most of all, they record things on paper. They do. Since 2000, which is going on 24 years, I've been writing things down. In fact, I have a journal in front of me that goes back to the year 2000. And I've been taking notes. Not that I've been taking notes every single day since then, the year 2000, but I'm 61 now, and I want to look back, you know, to the year 2000. I can literally see what I was thinking about because I, I wrote it down. And I would highly recommend that you journal. You know, you've probably heard it before, but I got to tell you, it is the one thing that has changed my life. You know, I have learned a lot of things from a lot of people. Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen. Wayne Dyer. I can go on and on and on. My house looks like a library. I have CDs, books, and spent a lot of time in this industry. But I got to tell you, if I was going to share one bit of information with my family or friends that has changed my life, it is journaling. Now, I'm not saying you have to sit there and write a book every day or a paragraph every day. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you track your life on paper, you're able to reflect upon it, right? So if I want to reflect at the end of a year, or the beginning of the year, or the middle of the year, I have a tool which is simply paper and pen or pencil. It's really simple to do, folks, and it's really simple not to do, as Jim Rohn used to say. But if there was a fire in my house, it, it would be the one thing I would grab. After the family album, uh, it would be my journal. And... The reason why is because you can see where you were and you can see how you've grown through the ages and it gives you hope. You know, people get discouraged, like, why bother doing this, right? And I, I get it. You know, people, I'm not going to set New Year's resolutions. It's, it's stupid. It's, 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 it's going to just set me up to fail, right? Okay, I get that. But if you start journaling, you start seeing small progress over months and years. Tony says this all the time. People overestimate what they can do in a year, but they underestimate what they can do in a decade. I got to tell you, 
if you track it and you look at it, you can change your life. You literally can change your life. You can change patterns and go in different directions. There's only so many patterns. There's only so many categories. You know, what are we looking at? Relationships, career, health, money. There's not 100 categories. There's probably 10 categories or, or five categories in your personal life and five categories in your professional life that if you focus on and you make improvements, even if they're little over time, months after months after months, years after years, you will be surprised. Now, let me tell you something personal. 23 years ago, I was living in Ohio. And I don't want to get into the details because we only have 30 minutes here, but 30, some odd 30 years ago, 29 years ago on January 6th, January 7th, I was not, I was not in a good position in my career and in my relationships in my life. I had pretty much hit bottom. And uh, I don't want to go into all of the details, but I'll tell you that uh, I was separated from my wife, going through a divorce, and totally, totally depressed, like depressed beyond anything that I can communicate. I would never wish this on my worst enemy. And I remember it was the 6th of January, and this is 23 years ago. I'm living in Ohio, and there was snow on the ground as there is here in Connecticut today. And what I did is I went outside with these paper white bags. I had like 20 of them. And I had sand in them, and I had candles in them, right? And I lit the candles, and I... I line them up on the driveway. I, I, you know, if I close my eyes, I can still see myself there. You know, this is 23 years ago. And the feeling I had was this is a very, very dark aspect of my life. You know, my life, my career, my, my family wasn't going in the right direction. I felt like the guy in the movie Groundhog Day. I had hit bottom, bottom but I had hope. I had desire to change. And I was just trusting that things would get better. Now, what do most people do? You know, they start doing drugs or alcohol or some, you know, behavior that is not going to help them. But what I did is I, I lit these candles, I lined my driveway, and I had hope that the future would be better. Well, this year in my journal, as I journaled into 2024, I looked back, I saw those notes, and I, I simply wrote down that I'm so blessed, I'm so grateful how my life has changed in the last 20 years. The reason why I'm sharing this with you is because if you're not aware of where you have come from and seen the growth, you won't have confidence to make new goals and shoot towards new achievements. You know, and this is one of the things we're going to talk about today, how to course your life or create your life on paper, take accountability, um, be able to reflect upon it, I think, hands down, the best advice I can give you is start journaling. Now, 2009, I was introduced to Jack Canfield, and it was from there I started putting down every single day five things that I'm grateful for. I have the journals. In fact, I was just upstairs in my office. I have a stack of journals from 2009. Now, when I first started, it wasn't perfect. Absolutely not. You know, some days I'd write, some days I wouldn't. But I didn't get discouraged. I started developing the habit, the habit of just simply writing down five things every single day that I'm grateful for. So look at this, 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. And now it's 24. We're seven days in it. And guess what? 
I'm still doing it. Now, what's the benefit of this? Well, it doesn't take a lot of time, but believe me, it leaves behind a track record of where you have come from and where you're going. And rather than just sitting there and saying, well, the year was not that great or the year was wonderful and you're subjectively trying to check in, you don't have to do that because you can go back to the last year and see exactly what you were thinking. I can go back, today is the 7th of January, I can go back to the 7th of January, 2023 and see exactly where I was. To me, this is priceless. So here's, here's my challenge for you. If you've never done this, you don't have to have a Jack Canfield gratitude journal. Just go get a notebook, put it by your bed. Every day, write down two, three, four, five things that you're grateful for every single day. You might not be consistent at first. You might get off track. But I'm going to tell you, if you just do that, it'll literally change your life. Now, here's another thing that has really helped. At the end of the year, which usually is December 30th, 31st, that's the time that I start really reflecting and thinking about you know, where I've been in the last 12 months, I'll sit down. It'll take me maybe an hour. And I'll sit down and I'll look over the 365 days that I went through and I will star the top magic moments. Now, these are the things that were just over the top. Believe me, it's well worth it. And then I'll take those, I would say they're normally about 100, 150 things, and I'll put them in my new journal. So what I did last week, right, is a week ago, I looked through the journal. I put a star or diamond next to about a hundred things, you know, that were just over the top, wonderful, magical experiences. And then I took those things and put them in my new journal for 2024. What does this do? This gives you confidence that you had a great year, or even if you had struggles or setbacks, you see things differently. In addition to this, because you're writing down things that you're grateful for, it rewires your brain to look for these things and to create these things. Now, I'm not telling you I'm perfect. There are nights when I'm so exhausted, I'll put down water, shelter, food, family, friends, close the book, and I'm done. There's other times that I'm just like, you're not going to believe what happened today. Or the other day, my father, my father died like 20-some-odd years ago. And I know this sounds crazy, but I usually have dreams of him coming to me in my dreams around January, around the time he died, the anniversary. So the other day, I had this vivid, vivid dream of my dad. And I woke up 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, grabbed my journal, wrote down the dream of my father. Now, what I'm saying to you is you're going to have special moments that come to you. Record them. Someone says something to you, synchronicity, or something happens to you, you get a raise at work, or you get a new job or a new relationship, whatever it is, capture those things down. You know, if you're going to live a great life, why not leave a legacy for your family? I mean, I would love to think that when I pass, someone's going to go looking through my, my books. I'm probably not going to happen, right? Uh, but if you have a wife or a husband, you have children and you have family, you know, this is something you're going to leave behind for them. I, I, still, I still have my mother's books. I still have my mother's notebooks from 50 years ago, their handwriting, and, and occasionally I look at them. So not only are you keeping track of your life and the progress that you're going through, you also have the ability to leave the lessons behind 
for other people. Okay, I'm going to take a sip of water. We're going to take a commercial. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You've been listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show, brought to you by motivational speaker Greg Dwyer on buildingfortunesradio.com. Do you wish you could sharpen your focus on what matters most to you and achieve more? Then you owe it to yourself to read Greg's ebook at gregdwyerebook.com. That's www.gregdwyerebook.com. Download it today and give it away. As always, we want to thank you for listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with motivational speaker Greg Dwyer. Now back to our show. Take it away, Greg. Okay, so for the last 10, 15 minutes, we've been talking about the benefits of having a journal, even if it's a notebook, writing a few things down. Now here is where we take it to the next level. This is mastery. I've been doing this, I've been doing this for a long time. And I'll give credit to Anthony Robbins because about 20 years ago or 15 years ago, he was doing a live phone call or internet where he actually had thousands and thousands of people all over the world asking questions and uh, encouraging people to make it their best year ever. And I've been doing this. In fact, I just did it last week, and I want to share with you some of it, not all of it because it's just it's too much information, but I'll give you the, the foundational questions, which if you keep a journal, and I highly recommend you do, you'll be able to sit down December 31st of this year, and you'll reflect upon this year, and you'll project for 2020. Okay? All right. So the first question, and if you're writing this down, hopefully you're not driving, the first question is really simple. What did I accomplish in 2023? All right? So for me, this is really an easy question because, number one, I have a journal, and every single day I've been writing things down. And in addition to that, I also have been writing down the hundred top things that were over the moon or over the top that I was really excited about. So for me to answer this question, it becomes really fun because I've done the homework. I've done the work. Every day I'm writing down five things, and not everything is over the moon, but at the end of the year you go by and you put a star or a diamond next to those things, and you're like, you know, I almost forgot that. That was, that was a wonderful thing that happened. So that's the first question. Now, if you don't have a journal, you have to say, I don't know. I don't know how the year went. And you have to kind of rely on your memory. Now, if you're like me and you're getting into your 60s, you you don't want to rely on your memory. You want to look back and have uh, a record of the things that you went through. So the first question is really simple. What did I accomplish? And I have, last year in October, I did 22 Halloween shows. There was only like a couple days in the month of October that I wasn't working. I was all over the tri-state area. Why did it happen? Because I picked up the phone right after the 4th of July, and in four weeks, I called every event planner that I knew in the tri-state area, and I said, I have a Halloween mind-reading show that you will absolutely love that's going to fill your hall, and I got bookings after bookings after. I wrote that down. That's just one thing that I wrote down, right? So that's the first question. Here's the second question. What did I learn in 2023? So you say, well, I didn't learn anything. Okay, wait a minute, stop. You go and you look at your journal. You look at the gratitude entries. There has to be some things that you learn. Like for me, I was too busy in October. I loved it, too busy. I want to spread it out this year for September, October, November. Instead of calling it a Halloween mind-reading show, it's going to be a paranormal 
mind reading show, which is going to fit for October, but it's also going to fit for September and November. Going to spread out those 22 or 50 shows for three months rather than trying to pack them in all together. That's one of the things that I learned, right? So this is a question for you. What did you learn? Now, it becomes easier if you have a reference point. Now, here's another question. What did I hate? Talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, I hated this. This is what happened. Didn't work for me. Absolutely hated it. Okay, I get it. Well, a lot of times we don't want to focus on the negativity. However, you can define what you love by the opposite of what you hated, right? You don't want to have more what you hated. So this is a good thing to do. What did you not like? So again, rather than sitting there and sulking, you're sitting and looking at your journal and going, you know, there's a couple things that I, you know, for instance, I don't, I didn't like the fact that I didn't get this idea of a Halloween mind reading show until, till, I guess, July. Like, I, sh I should have thought about it earlier, but that's okay. I'm thinking about it now. I'm actually putting together a Christmas mind reading show, so I'm, a, I'm ahead of the curve. But you have to ask yourself. What didn't work? What didn't I like? What did I hate? That's really an emotional question. But again, if you have a journal, it really helps. Next question is this. What will I not do this year that I did last year? You know, there's certain things, certain decisions I made. They really didn't work out for me. Hmm. Do I want to repeat it? You know, as I said at the top of the call, 80% failure. New Year's Eve resolutions by February. Why? Because people give up, and most of all, they keep on repeating patterns that they don't like and don't work for them. Only 8% make it to the end of the year. So this question, hey, what will I not do? Maybe I, I got to stop drinking that much. Maybe I got to stop hanging out with these people. Maybe I got to stop sleeping in until noon. Maybe I got to stop doing this at work. Whatever it is, you just say, okay. These are some things that I did or didn't work for me, and I got to change it. What should I do differently? That's it. Next question. What decisions did I make in 2023 which empowered me? Like, here's a great question. So you write that down. And of those things that empowered you in last year, which was 2023, which of those things are you going to repeat since these are patterns that we repeat, why not take what you really loved, what really worked for you, and have a way of repeating it in the new year? So this is a way to take inventory. Now, this is older than Tony Robbins. This is older than the personal development movement in America. I'll tell you how far back this goes. The word January is a reference to the god of Janus. And if you know anything about philosophy or history or religion, the god of Janus had two heads, one looking to the right, one looking to the left. In reality, he was looking to the future and he was looking to the past. That's what he was doing. This is what we're doing here. We're looking to the future, we're looking to the past, we're looking at patterns, and we're looking to change them. So the next question, and this is pretty profound, it's this. Write down anything you want to do in the next 20 years. Now, this really hit me hard, and I'll tell you why. I've been doing this for over 20 years, but I realized this could be my last 20 years. Like, I'm in my 60s now, right? So 20 years from now, I'm going to be in my 80s. 
I'm going to be in the winter of my life. You know, people come into the world, it's spring, everything is fine, everything is dandy, everything is easy, and then you go into the summer of your life, and that's where you're tested, and then you go into the fall of your life if you've kept going and you haven't given up and you made it through the rain, and fall really has to do about reaping, and then winter is about giving back. So I sat there December 30th, 31st, and I started writing down everything that I wanted to accomplish in the next 20 years, right? It was kind of interesting because of where I am in my life, you know, and of course, looking back over the last 5, 15, 20 years, getting an idea of things that I wrote down then that I either have now or don't care about, this is really a wake-up call. So I would encourage you to do this. Why? Because nothing changes unless you take stock and measure it. And measure it every single day, every single week, every single month. And then if you can check in yearly to see what you're accomplishing, you can literally change your life. Now, here's what I have to say about this process. Will everyone do it? No, not everyone will do it. You know, when I first started out in the personal development uh, industry or movement, I wanted to figure out why. Like, why is it that some people are really successful and really focused and just other people are not? And what I discovered after 20 years of reading and studying and going to workshops and talking to professional speakers and coaches and mentors is that you can't change the bell curve. You can't change the numbers. There's always going to be a large group of people who simply get distracted. It's like, like I told you, February, 80% of the people that started off with New Year's resolutions are going to fall by the wayside. Less than 10% are going to make it to the year uh, achieving what they said they were going to achieve. Now, I'm not saying that everything I write down, I achieve. In fact, I look at my goals last year, I achieved a majority of them, but not every single one of them. Again, we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in a decade. So I hope this helps. I hope that you haven't given up, and I, I really hope that you journal like me because I think it's the best gift that you can give yourself, first of all. And it's also a great gift to give to other people in your family, to let them know the journey that you were on, the narrative that you have lived as far as what you've learned, you know, in the spring of your life, in the summer of your life, in the fall of your life. And then as you're getting older, like me, uh, you're giving back to another generation. So I will give you a little secret. One of the things that I'm working on, and I want to put this out publicly, is by the time I'm 65, I want to have a book out. The title that I'm playing around with is Making the Magician. And I want to talk about the, uh, the storyline. Probably it will be a fiction book. I'll probably write it in a, in a genre of a story. Um, the names will be changed to protect the guilty and the innocent, that sort of thing. But I want, to, I want to explain the journey that I've been on uh, to help other people in their journey. And I, I do think it has a lot to do with focus. Focus, focus, hocus, pocus. <laughs> uh, but I think if, if you're focused and you know what you want and you know what you don't want in the process of uh, moving through 
the days and the weeks and the calendar year, uh, you can actually get it. And I will tell you, what I'm sharing with you and what I just shared with you in the last 29 minutes or so, 28 minutes or so, has worked for me. This is not something I simply read in a book. This is something that I practice, not perfectly, because I'm not perfect, but I practice these things. I have a journal, and uh, every year I sit down and I evaluate them. So, again, as Jim used to say, this is easy to do, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's simple. It's easy. It's easy to do. It's also easy not to do. But I hope that you do it. So if you need other information, here's something else that I want to share with you. Go to www.focuswithgregdwyer. That's www.focuswithgregdwyer. That's focus with, and Greg is spelled G-R-E-G, D as in day, W as in Wednesday, com. It is a three-month course. I don't charge. I'm not upselling you to it, and it will help you to stay focused. Happy New Year. You've been listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show, brought to you by motivational speaker Greg Dwyer on buildingfortunesradio.com. Check out Greg at gregdwyer.com. Be sure to download his ebook at gregdwyerebook.com to stay focused on what matters most to you. That's www.gregdwyerebook.com. We want to thank you for listening. Now go make a difference in your world.